Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Guys. Andy Randy. Randy. Having discussion. I be on it all night, man. I be on it all day. Straight up pimp. If you want me, you can find me in that. What are you looking at me like that for? What are you talking about? We're supposed to make eye contact. It's the Midday Show with Andy Barker and my son, my baby boy, Randy McMichael. When I crack open this mic. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most media member thing that's ever been yeah. said. Starring Randy Montez McMichael as Randy and my firstborn son, Andrew Stephen Bunker as Andy. You can't say Randy without saying Andy. It's the Andy and Randy Midday Show. Boring answer. Just make sure you don't touch that dial, then we'll be cool. Touch it and use the fool. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Good morning. Welcome in Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The Midday Show with Andy and Randy with you here on a Monday morning. Tuesday. Tuesday morning, man. I fumbled. You saw that one coming from yeah, a mile away, didn't you? I did. Tuesday morning. Yeah. I'm off my game, man. I did. The whole, the whole morning has been a, a scramble drill to try to get these kids to where they could uh, be taken care of. Day, I guess too cold for daycare today. Yeah, man. Can't have daycare. All right. It would have been nice to know last night, but whatever. It is what it is. Um, yeah, man. Hopefully everybody had a nice three-day weekend. Hopefully you got some good warm clothes and bundled up because yeah. it's nasty out there, and we appreciate you being with us. Yeah, man. Appreciate you. What's happening, man? Oh, I mean, you know, hopefully everybody. I mean, it is brick out that door. I'm me coming to work, saw some people out there working, man. Just stay safe out there, fellas, and, and everything like that, man. But yeah, I was anticipate. I didn't, I didn't anticipate this kind of brick, you know, and and uh, you know because I park in the deck, I don't realize how cold it is. But I had to get out the car a couple times on the way to work, and I was like, Damn. I, par- I parked in the deck. Yeah. Today. Oh, you did. <laughs> it's worth a couple bucks. <laughs> but yeah, it's worth man, the cost. It, it, it's crazy, man. School cancellations. And I, I was telling you and Bo before uh, the show, if you, if I ain't never seen a more just angry, want to fight his daddy moment than this morning with my 10-year-old boy because school was not canceled in Gwinnett. Right. And the ain't, because I told him last night, I said, if I don't come wake you up in the morning, that means you don't have school. Right. And so <laughs> I went up there and I opened that door. I said, what's up, champ? I was like, you better not say it. <laughs> it was so, he was so mad. That sucks. And it was so funny. I, I was, oh, I was chuckling because it was so, he was, he was so damn mad. I was like, dog, you just came off of a four day weekend because you let, you had, you, had, you went off uh, Friday. You went to LA Friday. Yeah, you got to travel. You got to travel. You got to go to LA. Went to the West Coast. Got yeah. a few days off. Yeah. Guess he wanted, back. Oh, he wanted that Wendy Adams he weekend. He was hot. You know how Wendy would yes. always make a three day weekend to five day yes. weekend? Yes. Yeah. He, he wanted was, that Wendy weekend. He was hot this morning, dog. And I just I just saw that just chuckled and everything, man. It was it was one of the funniest things. Exact opposite situation at my house where we found out that daycare was canceled this morning at about 7 30 which is after some people take their kids to daycare. Right. So probably some very angry parents showing up there this morning. Yeah. And I said, oh, you don't have to go to school today. Why not? It's canceled. Why? It's cold, I guess. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's going to be cold outside. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure exactly, but uh, too cold to have daycare. Uh, so, yeah, they were fired up. So I had to go drop them off at, the, at work with yeah. mom. So there's a three-and-a-half-year-old and a, a seven-month-old 
producing the news there over there at CNN, right. uh, which my, I'm sure my, my, some people will make head. some jokes yeah. about that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess they're, they're over there help, helping uh, report on the Iowa caucuses or whatever went on over the weekend. Right. Um, yeah, sucks out there. Yeah, it does. It, it is one of those days, like you said, like – I'm always thankful to have, uh, for the most part, an indoor job. It's nice to have an indoor job. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes we broadcast, but you know what I mean, yeah. um, especially today. So if you're out there, God bless you. Yeah, and stay warm and, and do everything you need to do. Also, drive around really carefully today because yeah. it's going to be icy, and um, sometimes you can't see that stuff. So just be careful out there. Uh, pretty wild weekend. Um, not the wildest wild card weekend we've ever no, seen. It was not. In fact, one game was good yep. and the other five weren't. Yep. Um, Texans absolutely beat the brakes out of the Browns yep. to, to start that thing off on Saturday. Chiefs Dolphins was like it was a okay, it was all right. Mm. It wasn't as big of a blowout, but right. that just that sucked to watch. Just like I felt bad for I know they made the choice to be there and we're dealing with it here now, but being in that weather on Saturday night looked awful. Yeah, man. I mean, been in it, been there, done that before, in, in, in those kind of conditions and everything. And as much as you try to, you know, um, you know, train your mind and all those different, because you do, you do try to trick yourself into it. And you, and and when you're in the moment of running the play, you ain't cold. It's just when you're standing around, you know what I'm saying, is that's the worst part about it. And you saw the thing with uh, how cold it is, how Patrick Mahomes' helmet got cracked. I've seen that. Helmet from, broke. I've seen, like, I tell the story all the time, Jamie Nails, Never seen anything like that until that day. Played in New England. It was that same kind of weather, and we were running the play. And Ted Johnson was a middle linebacker for for um, for, for the Patriots, and he couldn't do anything outside of the B gaps, A, a gaps. He couldn't run south, but he can come downhill. And all I heard, you heard this this crash, and you look up, and Jamie's helmet has fell off his head. His fell, it just disintegrated. Just cracked in half. Just cracked in half, but it cracked like an eggshell, and just fell on the ground right Damn. there, right there at his feet. Was he all right? He jumped up. He was hyped too. Now. He was hyped. He was hyped about it. But yeah, I mean, those conditions—they—they they are uh, they are something that you just don't want to be in. And it's a possibility. You know, the uh, the Bills game got moved. Mm-hmm. It's a possibility it might get moved this weekend. Yep. So I mean, anything's up the air when you play in conditions or you play in climates like that. Yeah, I guess the best game was the indoor game. Yeah, <laughs> the Lions Rams on Sunday night was uh, was fun. Uh, good for the Lions. I don't know. I, I I was rooting for Goff in that game to get a little. He was slanging that. Get back off the, the team that that traded him. I think both teams probably pretty happy with what the what that trade resulted in. The Rams did get their Super Bowl, and the Lions got everyone on offense. Yes, everyone on their on their offensive uh, on their on their skill positions. They got from the the results of that trade and Goff as well, uh, which again was a lot of fun. A lot of fun to watch the games. This game this weekend will be better. Yeah. Divisional round weekend is always better. Um, a lot of action right here. We'll talk about the Hawks as we uh, as we go along as well. Mike Conti going to join us at eleven forty. Nice win yesterday. <laughs> It didn't have to be a single-digit score it late didn't. in the fourth quarter. They were up 30 at halftime. But it had to be because it's the Hawks. But it also had to be, yeah, because yeah, the Hawks aren't allowed to make anything easy on no. themselves. Uh, we'll get back into that. But the big news, which isn't surprising news because we knew it was going to happen, right. but then it did happen, right. so now that it has happened, the reaction. Maybe people thought maybe it was just a rumor or a joke. I, I, don't, I didn't get that part. But Bill Belichick interviewed with the Falcons no, last No, Bill Belichick interviewed the Falcons. Bill, Be- Bill Belichick interviewed the Falcons yes. last night. Yes. Um, and we knew that was going to happen. Correct. They also interviewed a handful of other candidates Correct. over the weekend as well. None, none of them as prominent as Bill Belichick, obviously. Right. Uh, but yeah, like that was always going to happen. I thought so. I thought so too. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I, I was when I when when Abe sent the thing. I was like, oh, and I like your response. I didn't even have to respond to it. What did you I was think? Like, what did you gonna think happen? was going to happen? <laughs> uh, yeah, he had to. Yeah, he interviewed for this job, um, and he's probably going to interview for a couple other ones too. Interview for a couple other ones, and and as we get into the NFL no huddle, there were some. There were two bad losses yesterday uh, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Bad losses by teams whose 
coaches, I mean, sorry, whose owners are like, hmm, if I add him to this, maybe we'll get over that hump and we'll get in that later on. But yeah, he was always going to enter, he was always going to interview the Falcons. And now it's a situation where I don't understand why Bill would want this job. I, I, I don't. I don't. There's other jobs that come open that might come open that are better suited for him in the win now situation because of the quarterback situation. They don't have that here. And so that's why when everybody was out, I was like, how you know Bill want this job? You know, and so we know this. We know Arthur Blank is probably the only person up at Flyer Branch or, or, or wherever he is who wants Bill Belichick. We know this. I don't think Rich wants him. I don't think Terry wants him. I don't think any of the scouts want him. Yeah, I don't. But I think this is. But obviously, I feel pretty confident those guys don't. Yes, because their jobs may be exactly. Yeah. Now the thing with it is, is like the biggest thing would would be is is the uh, the personnel part about it. You know, messing up and all those different things and whatever, whatever. All right, that's that's and that's fair because he has not done a good job of drafting. And I heard Lewis Ritt, He said this morning. I completely forgot when Andy Reid left Philadelphia to go to uh, Kansas City. He gave up all that kind of stuff. Because he had a whole lot of say. It was, you know, of, of personnel and everything in Philly for all those years. And he was like, I'm going to go and, and let this man run this, t- let this man pick my personnel. Of course, obviously, I'm going to have say in it. Yeah. But it's not going to be the end all be all my word. And so can Bill do that? I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. But I think, I, I'm still curious. I thought about a lot over the weekend. It was like, why would Bill take this job if all these other jobs are open with a more of a suitable roster with the quarterback who's ready to win now. Assuming those Assuming those places want exactly, him to. If, exactly. If they do. If they do. Because it feels like the Chargers interviewed Harbaugh, yes. right? And that one always felt like right. a, a natural right, right, right. Uh, fit. Who, who knows whether or not it will or not. But he's going to get one of these jobs if he wants one. Still hasn't made the announcement right. that he's leaving Michigan, right. but it feels like he's probably going to. Uh, but if that one's off the table, well, that's the best one quarterback-wise, okay. right? The Eagles and the Cowboys aren't open yet. No. They might be. They might they be. Might be. I honestly don't know. The crazy, Wild crazy loss. if the Eagles Bad is open loss. a year after being Bad in the Super Bowl. Loss, but I also, I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of like, like one foot over here, one foot over here when it comes to this conversation of like, I am all for patience, and I think patience is 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 valuable mm-hmm. when it comes to running teams and all that kind of stuff. But I also think sometimes you just know. Yeah. Sometimes you just know. You know. You don't have to give a guy four years to get his recruits yeah. in. You don't have to do. You exactly. don't have to wait. Like exactly. If he's not any good, and, and I'm not saying that the the coach in Philadelphia is not any good. Mm-hmm. Sirianni obviously has has talent, mm-hmm. but. If it if you feel like you need to go another direction, why wait? Well, that's what I'm saying. And like you got different coaches that are in different situations and different points of life. Bill is going to coach maybe three years. Yeah. Bill is in it for the Which fun. Is part of it that I yeah. don't like. Yeah. Bill ain't here. Bill ain't here for a long time. Bill here. For, Bill is here for uh, wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. That's what he's here for a short time. You know what I mean? And so you don't have a lot of wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. With no quarterback. Yes. Exactly. You got a lot of disappointment. You got a lot. You gonna hate me? You know what you call you? you you're going to hate me. Uh, you're you're going to be mad at this. You're not going to like you're this. You're not going to like this. Yeah. You're, you're, you're going to have a lot of sleeping with the phone on your face. Yeah. Stuff like that, trying to make sure you don't miss that call. <laughs> All right, that's what you're going to have. A lot but, of missed one-night stands. Yeah, man. Yeah, Bill needs a quarterback. And like Bill needs a quickie is Bill, what you're exactly, saying. Exactly. 72, man. Huh? Anything you can get, I would say, is uh, beneficial at that I mean, point. You know, Bill stay with them young tenderonies, though. No, that's true. Yeah, Bill stay with them young tenderonies. That's why next year's <laughs> Mondays isn't going to be free tires. It's going to be free free gas station pills. Yeah, yeah man. Bill, like, Bill, Bill mess with them tenderonies. Yeah. Falcons scored in three quarters, and you can too, courtesy of Rhino Pill. All right, we'll be right back. Uh, we'll tell you what's trending here on a Tuesday morning. Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. There is no timetable. The only timetable is to do this correctly. Uh, take our time, be thoughtful, uh, do all the interviews, uh, be respectful, make sure we have a full, diverse uh, slate of candidates that we're considering uh, in every way, um, and uh, give each and every one of them an opportunity to express their vision for our football team, for our franchise, uh, for the roster, and uh, where, where we are and where we expect to go. Um, and... Um, We'll take as much time as we need to do that and do it correctly. So that's Falcons owner Arthur Blank from a week ago talking about um, what this interview process was going to be like. They've interviewed a handful of candidates uh, over the weekend. Mike McDonald, defensive coordinator from the Ravens. Brian Callahan, offensive coordinator from uh, Cincinnati. Steve Wilkes, defensive coordinator of the 49ers. uh, A handful of others. Of course, obviously, Bill Belichick last night, too. There's other interview requests out there. Ben Johnson, the offensive Uh, coordinator with the Lions. I saw Antonio Pierce was on there. Yeah, yeah, that's Antonio right. Pierce yeah, Raiders in interim head yeah. coach Antonio Pierce is on there. Aaron Glenn, the Lions defense coordinator. So those guys are a little busy because right. those guys right, right. won a playoff game on Sunday night, uh, and they have one to prepare for this weekend as well. Um, but, th- I mean, there is a timeline. So, I, under- I you know, yeah. I, I guess that's the thing you say for some reason, but they're not going to rush it, I guess, was really what he was trying to say. Right. But there is a timeline because there's now seven other teams right. that are looking, and there and might, be might, might, might be two more. Might be two more, After the way things went this yeah. weekend. So, yeah, there, there's, a, there's a timeline on all this stuff yeah. for sure. Yeah, my thing is just get the right guy. You can say who you don't want or who you do want. Get the right guy. But the most important thing is you got to get the right – you got to get the right guy to get it right at the most important position. Because if they had the most <laughs> important position sold up this past year, then they would still have their head coach, Arthur Smith. What are the most difficult – decisions, hires, whatever, however you want to put it, draft picks in, a, in an organization in the NFL? Like, what is, what's the most important and most difficult ones to get right? Quarterback. And? <sighs> Head coach? Uh, no? Yeah, I mean, obviously you want, right, you want the right guy. Just like you said earlier, you can always tell if you don't have the right guy early. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's sometimes where – But I would say those are the two, like, but those, but most those, important – But those are two most important, your head coach yeah. and your quarterback. And hardest. Yeah, because, I mean, those are – So that's the, all they got to do. Are, those are franchise-defining things. Those are, but the thing about it is you don't have to be the greatest coach you if don't. you got the best yeah. quarterback. You, you can, ma- you can you know be made up for – You can be made up for by a great quarterback. Great quarterback. And an a a okay head coach. Yeah. You can't make up being a great head coach and a bad quarterback. No. You cannot make up for it. No, you cannot. You cannot. Unless you have just absolutely unbelievable personnel. Yes. At it, like, and everyone always talks about Trent Dilfer. That was, first of all, 25 years ago. Yes. Uh, also, maybe one of the best. No, not maybe. Maybe the best defense yes. of all time. So, yeah. All right. Different. So, it, there, there are outlier examples. But that's also another part of your organization that really matters and you have to get right. Player personnel people. Mm-hmm. Strong ownership. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's, I don't know how many pillars there are, four, five, whatever, that sort of prop up the entire thing. Quarterback, head coach, general manager, ownership, all working in collaboration mm-hmm. with one another yeah, to try to great. win. I feel pretty good about the general manager. Yeah. I feel pretty good about that. Right. I know the owner wants to win. Now, yes. you know, we'll, you know, uh, and you don't have the other two. Yeah. So it's a big offseason. It's a big offseason for the Falcons. And it's one of those things where you, I, you got to, Figure out a way to get quarterback and own quarterback head coach linked together. 
And meaning by that is Bill ain't going to come in here and draft nobody. So it's going to yeah, be more veterans. I don't and think so. And then what veterans are out there, yeah. you know, unless you told me you're going to trade for Justin Fields, who to me it just seems like that's just an, an inevitable thing. There's some some smoke. Yeah, some to me more it smoke. seems like that's an inevitable thing that Justin Fields is going to be trading. Now they're talking about uh, wanting, if it was the Falcons, I know it was, uh, who was it? It was a couple different ESPN people talking about it this weekend. Uh-huh. Um, they want that eighth pick. I ain't giving an eighth pick for no damn Justin Fields. Well, I'm sure they want it. Oh, I'm sure you want it. <laughs> I, I don't ain't know. Giving it to I you. don't know if I'm giving yeah, it to I ain't you. Giving it to you? Yeah. Hell no. But that that was the that was the 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 rumor this weekend was that the Bears are looking for a first rounder uh, you to get Justin them, Fields. You ain't getting them for him. Mm. No, I drop my own guy. I go, I go get my own guy. I go get your pick. How about that? But, I go get your number one pick. Okay, so there you go. Yeah, I go get your number one pick, not Justin. Oh, I know, but okay. So here, play this one out. Oh, yeah, I'm fine with trading up to getting the number one pick if you believe in 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 Caleb uh-huh. and you want to do that. By the way, he declared for the draft yes. over the weekend too. Caleb Williams, yes. USC. Uh, fine. Um, two or three, you could trade up there too. But those guys are probably taking quarterbacks, mm-hmm. so they're probably not trading. At eight, you're probably going to be taking who? Bo Nix? No. No. That's the guy no. who's there. No, no. Because the three are there, gone already. Yes. No. Daniels, May, and, and Williams are gone by eight. No. So if I'm staying at eight, I'm not taking a quarterback. I'm not taking a quarterback either. That's why I said you got to find out how to get up there. There. You, I'd rather trade eight for Justin Fields than draft Bo Nix. Oh, I'm not trading him eight for Justin Fields. He, he ain't done that much. He ain't done that much. Now, he's done, he's done, he has some good moments, but he ain't done top ten for him. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Ain't done that much, and I don't think the market will get there. Like, I don't either. It, it just—it seems like it's a second rounder and maybe a future draft pick yeah. as well, um, probably. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, smart yeah. by the Bears to start the asking price. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. You can ask whatever if they you want did. To. If they did that, by the way, they'd have the number one pick, the number eight pick, and the number nine pick. How about that? <laughs> be pretty good. How about that? Now, they'd right have there. to use one of them for a quarterback, yeah. but then they could use the other but two yeah, for I mean, whatever they, they wanted. They, they got to get that right. And there's veterans out there that you, I mean, and again, I'll go back to keep saying I don't understand why Bill want this job considering what's possibly else out there. Yeah. But I mean, you know, you put him with a vet because he's not going to be alone. He's going to be a three max. He's a three year max coach. All right. And if you want to sit there and tell me you want to go younger and uh, start off drafting your young quarterback and everything, because I think the one thing that, that, that after watching football this weekend is that what happened in Houston don't happen a lot. No, that's very rare. It's very, very rare to get a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback to have the success that C.J. Stroud and those guys happen. It's very, very rare. Now, a lot of things got to go your way and everything as far as he did get hurt and everything, but then you look at Jacksonville collapse, Indy losing their starting quarterback, what's going on in Tennessee. So there's a lot of factors that go into them winning that division title, but a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach is so rare that that happens. All right, we'll get get back to this. There's so many different layers to this that uh, we'll spend 45 minutes on an NFL no huddle to kick off the noon hour do want to get you caught up on some of the other things that happened throughout the weekend we left the air at two o'clock on friday just kind of wondering we talked to bill bender at 120 just kind of wondering what alabama was going to do because it had taken a little longer than than we thought it would certainly took longer than they wanted it to because because uh their their first couple of options seemed to not want that job or stay where they were going to stay or whatever uh but wasn't long i wasn't even home by the time Started getting text messages that Alabama had made the hire of Kalen DeBoer. Uh, Washington, former Washington head coach now, goes down to Alabama. Um, congratulations to him, man. <laughs> yeah, man. It's a hell of a damn – try, Trying to look at it from like a from an outsider neutral perspective, which is hard and I can't. Mm. Um, 
But 15 years ago, this guy was coaching at Sioux Falls yes. in South Dakota in yes. NAIA. Yes. Now he's the head coach at Alabama. The, one of the premier. That's insane. Premier programs in America. The premier program yeah. in America. And, and so, like, you don't. That's crazy. You don't. You don't go from there to there. Good for him, man. Yeah, it is it, really it good, good for him. him. I think you know, for people, and you can, in, in fan bases and and uh, front offices and. Uh, you know, schools or whatever, ADs can frame it any way you want to. He was not the first choice, okay? Stop it. Now, he's a good choice, all right? He's a good coach. I think he's the best and choice. And he can coach his ass personally. off and everything like that. And so now you figure out, you know, uh, who's going to stay, who's going to go talk about his players and coaches. Obviously, Georgia got one of the coaches and everything like that. And I don't know, and there's other guys that are transfer and everything like that. But, yeah, I mean, this is a hell of a – this is one of those things where you couldn't turn down, you know, and I, I, other people did. And, I, and think about but it. I'm talking didn't. about he didn't. Yeah. And now you're looking at it from a standpoint. If you're looking at this going to Alabama, because I think that if this team that he just had, all of them had one more year, I think it might have been harder for him to leave. Oh, at Washington? Yes. I also wonder if they would have won. If they would have won. Do you think he, they would have changed his mind if they would have won on uh, Monday night? I don't know. I don't know. Just say no, because if the answer is yes, then it's even worse. Oh, okay. Just say no. Okay, make you feel good. No. Yeah, just say no. Yeah. Thank you. Thank okay, you. no problem. Thank no problem. You. Yeah. No problem. He was leaving no matter what. Yeah, he's leaving no matter what. But I mean, what a week! What a week! Lose the national championship on Monday, lose your coach on Friday. It's fun. Mm. It's a good one. It's a good week. Uh, Hey, but we got Jed Fish now, though. And Jed's a good coach. Probably he's a good coach. Yeah, man, he he really is a good coach and everything. I saw they just signed Breeze because that's one thing about this this domino effect with him leaving, then Arizona coaches leaving, then who leaves to go to Arizona, and then who comes takes that job. I mean, there's so much trickle down effect to um. To everything that goes with it and everything. So I uh, just got a rusty nugget that said, my phone will not open right now, that, who's this boy? Oh, the boy in Carrollton. He's reclassified, Andy. The Juju kid. Oh, the, yeah. the quarterback. Yeah, yeah. He is he is reclassifying Hope uh, to, two, to 2025. Hope hope all the USC fans didn't learn his name too good. Yeah, okay. So he's still committed. He's still committed. Oh, oh never mind. He's Sorry. still committed, but he has reclassified. Whatever, so he's, he's just ready to go. He's now. Ready to go. He's ready okay. to go. Like man, so that means he leaves after his junior year instead of after his senior. Right, year? right. <laughs> that's crazy. That's crazy. Though. High school football. Is that good? Like, I mean, I know he's a five star and all that stuff, yeah. but like, you're gonna play quarterback in college that much faster? I mean, from what everybody tells me, yeah, he's he's that good. Okay, yeah, what everybody tells me, I've never seen him play, but uh, everybody tells me he's that good. So, <laughs> congratulations, Juju. Well he, done. He go to USC. I I never thought he would. I never did either. <laughs> because I never did either. When you commit that early, yeah. that tends to just be uh, I don't know what Fun. that even is. I don't know That's either. your first love or yeah. something like that. You don't yeah. end up committing there. Yeah. Um, we'll take him at Washington. Just yeah. throw it out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just while we're while we're out there, just talking about uh, places you could go to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm head gonna, on up. Come on up. Go on up there to the to the Pacific. Head on Northwest, up. Northwest, man. I know I'm maturing as an as an individual though, because I'm genuinely rooting for Kalen DeBoer to succeed at Alabama. Yeah, I mean, that, and that's very. I wanted yeah. what happened to Sark at USC. Uh-huh. I almost feel like I did that. Right. Because when he left Washington, I was like, I hope he fails miserably. Right. I didn't know his life was going to fall apart. Right, right. But I kind of was hoping you're, you're, it would. You're so petty. I was. And I was. Okay. And I was. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm different. I'm I mean, changing. And, and because he did. Because just the same way, like I was talking about after Georgia lost to Bama, how I was not all upset in my feelings. Because damn, look at the run we just had. That was freaking yeah. awesome. I'm very thankful you know for the I mean? last I can't, two years. I can't get past that part yeah. and and be all upset about about yeah. Georgia losing. I don't want okay. this guy's life to fall apart exactly. at all. Exactly. And so when you I don't want him to go to Alabama and fail because he's a Yankee. He's a Yankee, Andy. You don't know how we do it in the South. Oh my God. That's the other reason I want him to. Thing in the world. When I saw that clip, I said, let me send this to you. As a Yankee who's succeeding in the South, 
Like, I just want to see other people do Yankee. it. You know what I mean? Just like Nick, it takes a while. You got to you got to earn their trust. He said, <laughs> you just earn the trust. like Nick Saban. <laughs> oh my! It damn. can be done though, Caleb. Oh my! Damn. You can come down to the yeah. south and you can. But yeah, the you can thing, thrive. The biggest thing is that he's got to get foothold down there. He kept some of the staff from Nick and everything like that. So obviously these guys know there. He's got to get into the high schools and the, the, the typical stuff yeah, that you got to yes, do yes. and everything. But Alabama is so big that sometimes it can recruit itself. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Ala freaking. Now, he don't have no track record at Alabama as far as Nick, as far as putting guys in the pros and everything like that. But he's going to have like three or four first-rounders from his Washington team. Yeah. You know? So, yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think uh, – I don't I think I, – I know Alabama didn't end up getting their first choice. Doesn't seem like. But I, I think they got it right. I think that's the right guy for that job. I think he's built for it. Yeah. And I wish him success. Um, all right. We will uh, – we'll talk to Mike Conti coming up next. Obviously, Conti was in the building yesterday for the Hawks. Uh, nice win. Great first half. Not the best second half, but Trey was awesome. Uh, we'll talk about that, and the trade deadline's right around the corner as well. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Midday show with Andy and Randy with you here. Tuesday morning, this hour brought to you by Mark Spain Real Estate. Go to markspain.com. Get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. In about 20 minutes, we will get back into the wild card weekend, all of the coaching searches, who the Falcons have already interviewed uh, and who they may interview next as well. Back-to-back NFL no huddles, just a a ton to get to this time of year. Uh, And probably not quite yet, but we'll eventually start looking forward to the divisional round weekend, which is going to be fantastic. So a lot to get to uh, in about 20 minutes from right now. The back page with Bo as well. But as we always do at 1140 on Tuesdays, Mike Conti is here. Mike, how are you? Good, guys. Good to see you. Good to see you, too. Hope you had a good holiday weekend. Yeah, solid weekend. Um, got a chance to listen to the first half of the Hawks game on the radio yesterday, so that was fun listening to you guys. You listened to the good part. <laughs> Listen to oh, the, yeah. yeah. Listen to the good part. Got home. Was like, oh, they're up 30. And then thought to check back in mid-fourth quarter. Hmm. And uh, they weren't up 30 anymore. Yes. I said the same thing I was because there was an hour between the Hawks game and the first football game. So I was like, yeah. okay, let me watch the Hawks game. I'm like, oh, look at it. You know what I said on the broadcast? You know, for everyone who's thinking that Pop is going to retire and that he's, like, over it and he can't deal with these young guys and, you know, coach the team, his best player is Jeremy Sohan. Um, Pop was coaching the heck out of that game yesterday, and I I think he completely shocked the Hawks with the halftime adjustment he made where he basically benched Wembenyana and he benched Vassell, who was like one for eight in the first half. And I think he benched maybe Kelvin Johnson as well. He benched three of his starters. And the Hawks were like completely stunned. Quinn had to call a timeout in the first minute. The Hawks never really adjusted. Uh, they couldn't get settled. Um, and meanwhile, the Spurs, you know, you guys see that in the NBA. They get on this run and it just keeps avalanching. And, and their body language looks great. And the Hawks look like they're defeated. If the Hawks were only up by like, 25 at halftime, they probably would have lost that right, game. Right. Um, so I don't know. It's a win. That's all but, you know, I don't know if you saw my tweet from yesterday. Yep. Their last six wins, they've almost tricked all six of those. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. And, and, like, all six of them, they've had comfortable leads at points of the game where you think, okay, it's over. They've got it in the bag. And in all six cases, they very nearly lost those leads in one of the cases they did mm-hmm. and it was against a good team philadelphia and they did come back and win in overtime but this team in the second half dead last in the league over the last month 
in scoring differential in the second half. Dead last. Wow. What is it? You know, it? But, but here's the answer. Sorry, Randy. They're 7-9 in those games. That's actually not too bad. What is it, Mike? Is it? I mean, is it the other team adjustment? Is it them not readjusting? What? I mean, well, like Quinn Snyder. Yesterday. Quinn Snyder said yesterday, lack of focus. Hmm. Huh. Oh. Heard hmm. that from um, who? Oh, that's right. Other Hawks coaches. Yeah, Nate McMillan. Yeah. Nate McMillan would say uh, that from time to time. Who, who's the other guy? Lloyd, Lloyd Pierce Lloyd also Pierce might have mentioned that being lack an issue. of focus. Huh. Now look, here's the thing. <laughs> who do they think they are? Here's the what thing. are we doing? And, and this is something I want to be really clear about because everyone's automatically going to point to Trey. Oh, it's all Trey's fault. I really, I, I think Trey is getting an unfair amount of. It's all his fault Star player. these days. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's the face of your team. Right. Um, I mean, Trey in the first half, that was maybe the best <laughs> half of his career. Yes. 29 points, seven assists with no turnovers, made his first six three-pointers, uh, even had like a steal and a block, like the best I've ever seen Trey play. Uh, and, yeah, he didn't have as good of a second half, but you still won the game. I, I just – I understand why Trey is a lightning rod. I think what it comes down to, guys, with the Hawks is you have a superstar player in Trey. You have a developing star. I think someone who could be a star in Jalen Johnson. But otherwise, a group of mismatched parts yes. right now. Guys. A bunch of guys. And some of them are better than others. Like th These aren't necessarily bad basketball players, but the pieces don't fit. And I think that's what you're, you're coming down to right now. But it would be unfair, in my opinion, to put all of this on Trey Young. Because I what I'm watching from Trey, yeah, I mean, he might be a little bit limited in what he can do defensively, but I see him trying. Right. He might be a little bit limited in what he can do in certain other areas, but I think he's still giving you the effort. Um I I would like to see maybe the conversation shift a little bit towards, I don't know, roster construction or or something else and make it a little less of a referendum about Trey Young because I don't think that's fair to him. Mike, I know that obviously the trade deadline is on the way, and and uh, you know they look like they're going to be some moves. You're hearing the rumors and everything, and obviously Trey is not going to be traded. But the other name I keep hearing is Jalen Johnson. You were talking about developing. Yeah, is he a good enough player in your in your thought process to be a number two in the NBA or just to be a number two on the Hawks? Right now, yeah. number two on the Hawks. But but I think his ceiling is indefinite right. at this point. Like I, I think it could go higher. I, I'm really impressed. I mean, he has absolutely exceeded my expectations for this year. Absolutely exceeded my expectations. So I might be the wrong guy to ask when it comes to Jalen Johnson analysis because I didn't see him mm -hmm. becoming what he is right now this quickly. Right. Um, I, but I, I do think, you know, the, the one thing the Hawks are going to have to do if they're going to make trades, they're going to have to do something really significant and impactful. Right. Now you have to circle back and think about, well, how do you make a trade work? The salaries coming in are going to have to equal the salaries going out. Jalen Johnson's salary is not the same as other starting members of the Atlanta Hawks. I mean, I don't want to name <laughs> names. But if you were to trade another starter other than Jalen Johnson and get 25 to $30 million of salary coming back, you're going to get more than, say, the equivalent of Jalen Johnson's salary coming back, which I don't even know what that number is. But low. it's certainly not $30 million. Yes, very low. So if you're going to want to do something impactful, really transformative to change this team, trading Jalen Johnson ain't it. Right. I mean, that, that's not going to do it. No. And, nor, and by the way, I don't think they should trade him at all. I mean, I, I think – 
right now the future is very, very bright with him. That's someone I'm yeah. protecting. I if, mean, if you have two untouchables right now, it's Trey and Jalen Johnson. Yeah, if, if they're trading him, they're everyone's available. Right. They're like, blowing it up. Th- then you're blowing yeah. it up and you're restarting, and I don't think that's no. on the horizon, not with the not with the timeline of how everything has played out. No, and, and remember, too, coach and all that. you're right there for the play-in. Like, you're even on losses with eighth or ninth yeah. in the East right now, so you're a lot closer to the play-in than the lottery. Yeah, I, I heard it, some of the rumblings. Of, and look, I get it. You lose the way they did uh, to, to Washington whew. and Indiana, and Indiana the time before, and yeah. no Halliburton the other night. Like, yeah. those are bad losses. Those are, there's, there's a lot of bad losses on this team's uh, resume right now. So I understand, I was driving around a little, I don't remember if it was Saturday or Sunday, but I heard Fricky talking about mm-hmm. maybe starting over. On Sunday, I, yeah. I, I don't I don't think that's what you do, but I also don't blame people for going there based on how long they've been in this mediocre middle where they've been right now. Yeah. And right now they're a little bit below that. But uh, one of the things that I can't help but go back to when these contracts were signed was how either team-friendly or tradable they yeah. were when bogey signed his deal yeah. and DeJounte signed his deal and i don't know about deandre hunter i don't know how you uh can because he can't doesn't even play yeah but um but those guys deals everyone raved about them being so friendly well it seems tradable to me i agree yeah and uh i i just think right now as has really been the case the last two seasons the fundamental flaw with the hawks and their construction is that they are not deep enough mm-hmm. yeah when they went to the Eastern Conference Final, we forget that team had Lou Williams and Danilo Gallinari and uh, who else coming off the bench? Kevin Herter coming off the bench. Like, that was a loaded team. Solomon Hill, obviously. So, so, yeah, well, you know, Solomon Hill filled toughness. a really toughness. important role yeah. uh, with toughness on that team and was a, a proven league veteran. Tony Snell, who was like a 50% three-point shooter, coming off your bench. You don't have that anymore. No. Like, you have done nothing to improve the depth of your team over the last two years. That's where the fundamental flaw is. That's where I think you can address a, a major issue by trading one or two guys, and maybe one guy in particular. Yeah, and that's why I think these guys, to make the contracts work, you trade one player, you get two in return. Yes, or three in return correct. to make the money work for these guys. And, look, I don't know. I mean, if, if Trey and Jalen are the one-two, you don't need a – you can get role players. You can get, like, yeah. perimeter defenders who can shoot yeah. or, or or maybe another big or something like that. Like, I – I don't know. They're probably not a trade deadline away from being able to really make huge noise in the East, but I think they're a trade deadline away from being able to to get out of where they are right now, get back in the playing round, and maybe yeah. threaten somebody. It's, it's like in soccer, we talk about: are you one or two or three transfer windows away? Yeah. I think you're a trade deadline and a free agency yes, away I think so too. from being top six in the East. I don't think you're a trade deadline away from being a top six, if that makes yes, sense. Yes, it does. I agree with that. Mike, now, what do you make sense? Oh, you got yeah, one more. No, mine wasn't real. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, I was gonna say they should play Patty Mills more because he's friendly. Oh, he's such a great dude. That, that yeah, it sounded great with the guys on Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, ask quick, uh, real quick, the head coaching thing here. Your thought process uh, with the Falcons? Yes. Warming up to Bill Belichick. I got to tell you, I, I got to tell you, I, I and you know what kind of turned me a little bit on this? I talked to my dad yesterday. Lives in Philadelphia. Big big Eagles fan. Right. He says after the yeah right well, well yeah, yeah well yesterday. I, I think he yeah. saw what was coming yeah. last night as as we all did uh, he said it's nonstop on WIP in Philadelphia all their fans want Belichick mm-hmm. and then the Cowboys thing happened and uh, maybe McCarthy's out and Jerry Jones is going to go hard after Belichick mm-hmm. all right well if Jerry Jones and Jeff Lurie slash Howie Roseman think Belichick would be good enough to help their teams. I'm warming up to the possibility that Bill Belichick could come in here 
and make an instant impact on the Falcons. I hope they find a way. Um, but well, let me let me put it to you another way. The list of other coaching candidates that they have interviewed to this point. The only name that really got me excited when I saw the email, the Falcons have interviewed this guy, was Bill Belichick. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. Raheem Morris, we've done that. True. That he has already been the head coach of the Falcons. True. Granted, with with yeah, players kinda. not his. Yeah. But like we've Interim. been there. Yeah, yeah. Let's do something different this time. <laughs> I'm more. I don't know. I'm warming. I think as a community, <laughs> we are overthinking the Bill Belichick oh, thing a little I bit. Definitely a oh, I definitely you know? agree with that. I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Definitely agree with that. Hundred percent agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Um, I, just, I, just to hear I do, that. and I don't. I don't think this is what you're doing, but I do think some people have been like, "Ooh, this might happen." I uh, no, no, I no, better that's not. not uh, it, that for me, you're I know that's right. not what you're yeah. doing. Yeah, but people are like, "Oh, this might happen." I better maybe not call him like. All the bad names? I don't know. Publicly? Because yeah. I, 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 I would have no issue. I might have to talk yeah. to you. Yeah. It don't make yeah. no sense. No, no, not that. Not I know sense. you're not doing that. Yeah. But I think some people me. are. It don't make sense for me. Him I, I can think of one or two people yeah. who might Wait, be he might actually yeah. be here? Yeah, I can think of one or two Maybe I won't trash talk him. By the way, real quick, Dukes and Bell at Mercedes-Benz Stadium today, Atlanta United training camp starting at 2 o'clock. They're going to be talking to some Atlanta United players. Hell yeah. Damn, training camp is underway. They signed the Norwegian guy. Yep. Hold on. It's already training camp? Yes. Damn. A week from Saturday, we've got a game on 92.9, the game. Better get ready. Get yeah. ready. Come on, man. Damn. Great Boom. day to get your scarves out anyway because it's cold as hell. Let's go. It's coming. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. The shortest offseason in sports. It, it's hilarious. It's a blink, short. and yeah. then they're back. Mike, we appreciate See it. You guys. All right. We'll be right back with an NFL no huddle and another NFL no huddle. A lot of NFL football in the next 45 minutes. So don't go anywhere. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Boom, Yakamakis! Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.